0: Welcome to co-op mode, round. I can't see my screen. 123. <laughs> one two three. This is the official three. video game. Po- <laughs> one two three. Easy to know. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, joined by the Canadian Mark Carabin. How you doing, bud? I am good. One two three. Switch. Everybody. One two three. Switch.
1: <laughs> Everybody. Everybody it's just one Everybody two switch now. though. I don't even know. This. I'm just making some stuff up Everybody now. I'm good. How are you?
0: Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a Tuesday. Uh, Merc is only held back by this show before he gets with Chisoka. And so is our guest, Mr. Cheesy. How are you? Welcome back to the show.
2: Thanks for having me. I was really excited when you guys asked to have me back. So uh, I have a good time on here.
0: Awesome, man. Excellent, excellent. Well, cheesy, we're looking forward to this great conversation. We have a big show because apparently they dropped all the video game news on September, including Apple. Surprise, surprise. There we mm-hmm. go. Um, And we got more game news coming out with TGS at the end of the month, but we'll talk about that in the back end of this show. Uh, before, before we do that, we want to thank our patreons, our secret friend squad, our best buds, Jamie Prinky, BFFs, Sean, Stella, Henry Nias. Missy Merchant and Andy Milliken, thank you so much for making our content happen, keeping the power on, getting me a new uh, microphone, uh, boom mic. So thank you for that. And we are on. And actually, replace my microphone too. So thank you so much, Patreons. And um, if anybody's interested in becoming a patron or just checking out what we do over there, get a free one week trial. You'll enjoy tons of content we just recorded a new comic rack episode uh spinner rack episode for all of your enjoyment so check that out so with that everybody's ready cheesy are you ready to I'm buy ready. rent or return sport yes. video games so I had one clarification before I finalized this list I asked mark one thing I said okay. I said um NHL 94 or Blades of Steel. So this choice was marks. I love Blades of Steel too, but I was Mm -hmm. concerned because the reason why I thought about this list of all these sport games we're gonna choose today, someone made an NHL documentary on NHL 94. Oh, all about NHL 94, the video game like that is so cool that we're getting these cool slices of video games and how um, important that game is, because that game has been seen in movies um, all Mm -hmm. over the place. It's iconic. It's probably the most iconic sports game, you know, outside of some of them because they've been movies. So um, because I've got that, uh, I chose three different games. Well, Mark did. He chose one of them. Blades of Steel. NFL Blitz and NBA Jam. I could have picked NHL hits too, or Wayne Gretzky's hockey, but uh, lesser known. Oh, so Ken, with, Ken with Griffey that, Jr.
1: represents Major League
0: Baseball. No, true. Ready to fight true, you that would that you work. Didn't
1: let me pick that one. I don't know. You know
0: backyard, backyard sports. Oh backyard yes. Sports. <laughs> okay, what, what is it? The um, Michael Irvin's dog football? Oh no, Jerry Rice's foot dog football. Yes. Dog football. Dog football. Yeah, it's there. Check it out all right um yes there you go so um with that cheesy of these three games what will you buy rent and return man this
2: is so tough i had to look up blades of steel because i had not played blades of steel um
0: and mba can i tell you something a little cool about blades of steel first and mark chime in So Blades of Steel is a Konami game when they actually made a sports game and Mm -hmm. it had, I think it was the first, uh, video game, hockey video game where they were fighting. That was amazing. And it also had like on the main screen during the different periods, it had like Gradius or life force in the background. And, um, it was amazing. I just thought they did such a great job with it. Mark, any memories of Blades of Steel? Uh,
1: no, I do remember the fighting. Um. All uh, full disclosure, the only one of these games I owned was NBA Jam. Um, my friend owned Blades of Steel, so that's why that stuck out, and I do remember the fighting. Um, but yeah, that that was about it. Sports games were uh, were not, and continue to not really be my jam. So, unless you're talking Looney Tunes B-ball or NBA Jam or something a little over the top, uh, that's your yeah. Uh, I and I know. Like NFL Blitz, I think is, was a little over the top, but, um, but Blades of Steel just, yeah, sticks out for like, I'd go over to, uh, to Kristen and Ryan's place and play, play little Blades of Steel.
2: So for me, my first, uh, a hockey game was NHL hits, I think 2002. Um, really love that. I think the opening is like limb biscuit. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so I love basketball. That's my favorite sport. Um, So I love NBA Jam, but going back and and looking at gameplay of it, it's kind of boring. And I hate saying that because it's like just how crazy you can get with dunks. But it's pretty quiet, too. Like the, the announcer doesn't really say anything until you make a shot. Um, so I hate saying it, but I'm probably going to return NBA jam. Yeah, I know rent blades of steel and then buy uh, NFL blitz, because I think the game is (laughs) wild and and just how far you can tackle somebody was hilarious to me. Um, (laughs) I, at the time, I think that was showing like, this is how crazy football is. And now you get to play it as a game. And, Mm. uh, also just going over to a friend's house and and playing it with them brings back a lot of memories. So I'm not really proud of my decision, uh, (laughs) but NBA jam also to go back to it. You can only play with, uh, two players on a team. And so like, I, I get that's like kind of the fun of it, but it's also Mm. like, where's the rest of the team? I don't know. That's I, I, that's where I'm landing, I guess.
0: And Michael Jordan wasn't even in it.
1: I, I have oh, yeah. been in your position so many times. Like <laughs> I'm not happy with my choices here, but these are my choices. Yeah. I know you're feeling right now. That's like Yeah. Cause you've said it and you can't take it back. I All mean right. you can,
2: yeah. but then like, what is your word?
1: Yeah. I get it. I felt I, I think I felt that the last episode, didn't I, Todd? Like I was just defeated oh, yeah. by myself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Terrible. Terrible, uh, terrible feeling. Todd does this to us. I, don't know.
0: I try to mix it People up. I try to make back. it like not controversial. I don't make, you know, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I don't try to, like, you know, who is your favorite person in your family, your son, your wife, or your, 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 your dad. <laughs> I don't do that to you. <laughs> that would be easier than
1: some of the choices that you've
0: made. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> love it.
1: I love it. Uh, she doesn't watch this show, um, so that um, I can say stuff like that. Uh, all right, I'm, I guess it's, is it my turn now? Yeah, is Mark, that, go ahead. We're gonna. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna. Oh, man, I don't know. I'm gonna. NBA Jam was just – it It doesn't hold up well, but I just still remember that over-the-top, like, boom, shock a lot. Like The, the announcer, mm-hmm. when he did announce, was so iconic mm-hmm. that I think I have to make that my buy, which means Blades of Steel is my rent and NFL Blitz is going to be my return. Just because if I said I'd return Blades of Steel – as a Canadian, I think I'd get kicked out of the country. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They throw loonies at you.
1: Yeah. If I chose football over hockey, I think I'd just get kicked out straight. So, um, so there we go. Basketball, hockey, football.
0: That's, that's my order and I'm sticking to it. I'm curious if I'd pick like Nintendo hockey where it's just fat Mario, tall (laughs) Mario, normal Mario. There's your team. (laughs) Great game. Um, Oh boy. Uh, Let's see with me. I enjoyed all of these. I would say Blades of Steel was probably my first video game, uh, sports game. I loved it. I loved everything Konami was doing at the time. I don't believe this one had the Konami code in it because I don't know what that would get you like 13 pucks at the same time. That would be fun. Uh, But no. Um, NFL Blitz, I'm a huge football fan. And to your point, cheesy. Like you could continue like doing like elbow drops and, you know, for way past the play was supposed to be over and you just keep doing it mm-hmm. and nfl is probably like eh, concussions we probably don't want to be showing these players uh being drop kicked and uh pile drives. so um but yeah so much fun i remember they even brought an nfl blitz back in the day where it was like they tried to modernize it and make a real football game but they introduced like um steroids and like the dark oh. side of the nfl and mm. it had um uh, I forgot which NFL player was like the, the, the face of it. It was like, okay, you guys totally missed the plan with that. It's, it just went too far. Um, NBA Jam. I don't know if NBA Street's the better series, but um, NBA Jam is very good. And NBA Street, I mean, you can play mm. with Mario and Peach on the same team. Yeah.
2: Volume three, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: absolutely. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, probably return NBA Jam. Just because point it does feel limited, um, it 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 it's very dated by this point, and the players, if you used like the original version, are all from like the 1990s, so they really wouldn't resonate with a lot of people except for me. Um, but I would like to play some of the newer players. Uh, then I'm going to uh, rent Blades of Steel. Um, it's good, but it's limited. It's not real teams, and um, the, all the teams are made up, and, and uh, it is pretty limited hockey game. There's not much to it. And then NFL Blitz, I'm going all of this. I love football. I'm bad at N- Madden. This is my style of play. Um, it's essentially you're just throwing all the time. There's no point to run to be a running back in this game. You can do a little bit, but it is a game of just chuck it and forget it and have it a good time. So that's what I'm going with. Excellent
1: uh blades of steel for the game boy you could put in the konami code and it did sound test mode but i have not yet found anything oh exciting this version. so oh it does technically work on at least one version
0: of blades of steel if you know that it works on another one let us know absolutely well very very good well now we're getting to the gaming part because we've got a big thing to talk about at the end of the show so cheesy what have you been playing man
2: Well, real quick, I just want to say I love that you guys do that segment because I don't think anybody else does. And it's just so creative uh, and really just kind of opens a conversation. And maybe friends are uh, no longer friends after it. I don't know.
0: But (laughs) some hosts don't talk to each other after the show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: A lot of my time and probably an unhealthy amount has been gone to. F 99. I can't stop playing that game. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible because like, I wasn't really even like a big F zero fan other than, I guess, knowing that captain Falcon is in smash. Like I knew it was a series. I'm pretty sure I've played like the game boy game. Um, but other than that, like, I don't really have like any attachment to it. And, uh, this game is, whew, it is, it is good. I want more F-Zero and mm. uh, the 99 series, like whatever they did for this game, they nailed it.
0: Yeah. Um, how far have you gotten? So F-Zero 99 is essentially a, uh, it, it, is it, I mean, it's essentially a uh, Battle Royale of yeah. F-Zero. Um, yeah. It doesn't, it's not exactly the uh, SNES game, but it's probably a little bit better than that game but it's essentially that. So Mm -hmm. um, I've only got past like the first round of 25. And then I'm like, I'm horrible at this game, but I'm sure I'll try to get better. How how far have you gotten cheesy?
2: Are we talking like the 99 or the Grand Prix or? Yeah. Uh, So I've gotten first twice now. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I love taking down uh, people, like getting KOs. That is uh, like the thing I aim for every race which is really mean, but like, you know, don't use your uh, power boost if uh, you're going to run out. Like you got to conserve
1: that. Yeah. yeah. Do you, have yeah, you been that. knocked out? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I love when you get knocked out and you get to become that little bomb car, like yeah. in, uh, Mario Kart 64, and you can kind of drive around and just like you wait till there's a crowd coming up and you're like, detonate and just take out as much as you can it's amazing
2: yeah i mean just like the dopamine hits that you get with the game is incredible because it's not only are you trying to get first of 98 other players you have four Mm -hmm. rivals that you're also trying to beat so even if you don't get first say you get like maybe i don't know 20 20th place you still have Mm -hmm. the four rivals that you may have beat and that makes you feel good so there's a there's just so much you can rank up, you get tickets to go into Grand Prix's and harder levels. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really hope they add a friend mode because Tetris 99 did that. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That they're, they're, It is missing like that kind of feature of like, Hey, let's jump in a lobby. Let's just, yeah, you know, th- that, that seemed like they'd be just there if this was an Xbox game or something like that, that yeah. just like, even if, even if you're not on a team or something like you would be in in Fortnite or other battle royales, like it would still just be fun to be like, "Hey, cheesy, hey, Todd, let's go race," and just, "Hey, what did you come in that time? Oh, I came in twentieth. Oh, I got knocked out. Oh, Cheesy's in first again. That's it. I don't care if you're on my rival list. You're my rival. You know, like you just get that kind of thing where you could just trash talk each other or just be in the same lobby or you're bad race, like me and tournament. i can
0: just be there to just attack you and knowing i'm gonna lose just make your life out
1: <laughs> <laughs> right but we could just like hang out and talk so i, I yeah i yeah. totally agree that they they need a little bit of
0: that but like the formula that they've landed on is so good yeah it's smart it's smart and it seems like they're um rotating these games like they'll get rid of uh Mario 35, which it's a shame that they got rid of Mario 35, but then they brought in Pac-Man. Pac-Man's gone, right? So then they they kept Tetris around. That's the one that stayed around. So um, I like the fact that they play with different franchises you wouldn't expect. I mean, I didn't expect Pac-Man to, to be one of those, but that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. And now with F-Zero, mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of, maybe it's Nintendo's way of saying, we heard what you wanted in F-Zero. Here's your F-Zero. Now leave us alone. You've been respected.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess also- you kind of hope that they uh, they look at it as like oh we want more F Zero games and not like oh they love these ninety nine games let's give them more which I mean those are great too <laughs> yeah. but if people are wanting more F Zero hopefully they get the right message on that
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah Here I, comes I think Star Fox
0: the,
1: <laughs> 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 we heard your feedback and how much you enjoyed F 99. we know what you're wanting yeah here's Star Fox ninety nine <laughs> no. <laughs> You're good for another that ten years. Plus F zero, please. <laughs> uh, you have to imagine that they're they're watching the statistics of this too. You have to imagine that they're saying because because there is that choice as well of who picks which carts or or, or race racers or who picks. You know, there, there's the the start where you pick between stages. So like, there's got to be a stage that's lower on the list after you get a few weeks or months of data that. Nintendo can see and be like, oh, there's some reason that people really hate this, uh, you know, this stage versus this stage. This one always wins. Let's base another F Zero game around around this. Like the, you have to imagine that they're they're grabbing that data and and looking at it and analyzing it for whether it's future 99 games, future F Zero games, other racers like Mario Kart, whatever. Um, like it is giving them a ton of data as well. Uh, it's, it's, but it it is so addicting. You just, I, I, I can't stop. I've only won once, so I got to catch up to you. Um, but it's, it is so good. Which card are you using? I've been bouncing back and forth, mostly the blue Falcon, but I did use, um, the, I forget the name of it, the, the yellow one as well.
2: I like to use the wild goose. It's like more durable. So like mm. if you are in a pack, you're not really losing that much damage, but you can also probably hit harder. That's what I, I think the little stats that they give you. They're not very clear,
1: but uh, that's what I've been no. rocking. Nice. Have you. Customized it all. A little bit. Are you that have you done that for? OK, yeah, yeah. And Is that's that something I don't. Yeah. I I don't see many people doing that, even customizing their player cards. Like if you've won a race, like you get the little first badge that you can add to your player card. So when you pop up as someone's rival, it shows like I came in first or I did this or I did that. And you can, you can kind of angle your card, pick a different background or whatever. And you unlock more stuff as you go. And as you race and level up, um, and I don't see many people doing that. And maybe it's just a lot of people are just trying it out early over the weekend, whatever, but, um, yeah, I, I hope people kind of catch on to that and like dive into that customization of just like, hey, I can change the colors of for the, the stickers on the side of the, the Falcon. Let's go. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I could assume they, they would do themes too, maybe in the background rather than the sky. You get something crazy, mm-hmm. um, partner with some brands. That would be very fun. I think people would appreciate that, especially if this sticks around for some time. Um, I mean, at this point, uh, these last typically... Um, I don't know, four months, five months, six months. I don't know how long uh, Pac-Man um, lasted, but I mean, I assume it's good at least for six months, especially with the NSO releases so limited at times where it's like, eh, uh, here's something new and exciting to get you know, to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think what Pac-Man has been too? around for like a year, maybe. Um, oh, was it? Okay. I
2: think so, because it's still not gone yet until... I the October 1st or the end of oh, October. Oh, it's still
0: there I didn't even yeah. realize it wow
2: yeah mm. um but yeah I hope this is one that sticks around and like you said maybe there's like really cool events because I feel like that's how they get people to come back to Tetris 99 yeah. is all of those little fun uh events that they have so it'll be cool mm. to see and they've already had some data mines on modes and different tracks that are coming out cool oh yeah. what kind
1: of stuff's coming out I haven't read any like leaks or anything
2: yeah, I just saw headlines. So I haven't actually like clicked on it, but we're getting more stuff and I think that's very cool.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. That is very cool. I love it.
1: Todd, are you gonna Good jump to back go. in or are you just kinda like it's cool, I get the concept. And that and is enjoy probably it. gonna be <laughs> my
0: approach. I just wanted to try it out. I am not a race car guy, even Mario Kart, something I'm like, I don't I, I get it. I played a little bit of it, I'm like, yeah, move on. Um I don't know. It's cool though. I, I really recommend everyone checking it out just for the the the. the if you feel like you're doing something every time. You know, you 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 get a feel for the tracks. It handles so differently than other race car games too that it just feels significantly different. It's fast at times. Sometimes it's slow. Mm-hmm. They did the super highway over top, which is kind of cool. The Such the vehicle cool you track. have to go after get to get the, the 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 power ups and things is fun as well. So, um, mm-hmm. it's definitely, not, it's definitely, you know, not taking me back. Cause I really was, I think I played F zero once when I was a kid. So it doesn't take me back at all.
1: That's it. Like I, I like, I remember playing F zero, the original, uh, and the game boy Advance version is like, I, I put some time into that one, but it's not a series that like, I have super levels of nostalgia for just kind of like cheesy said, but like, there's something about this that made me stay up to like two in the morning, uh, Friday (laughs) or Saturday night, just like, just need one more race. I just need one more. And even like, even when I was coming in like 40th, I'd be like, okay, well I still beat a rival. I'm still getting some points. I'm still leveling up. I'm almost at the next level. Let's keep going. I can do one more. And Mm -hmm. they, they do that thing with the, the, the event races or whatever it is, the, the grand prix uh, kind of races that, That they're like, hey, this is ending in fifteen minutes. Okay, I'm Mm -hmm. gonna play. I started one. I jumped in there. It was like this is ending in 58 seconds. I was like, "Mm -mm, no, it's not. Let's go. Uh, (laughs) Like it was (laughs) like that level of like, I don't want to miss out. Let's do this. And you know, you try to get those those tickets to to jump in those events, and it's just like they have so many of those little carrots that you just want to chase Mm -hmm. instantly from the get-go so i I, yeah i'm i'm loving this and i i can't wait to see what kind of leaks or or plans or whatever are are coming up the pipeline that's super exciting
2: yeah i feel like even though it's such a small game i could talk about this game for a while and like even the grand prix i love the grand prix because it's five uh races that you have to go through and then it's like the top uh, 80 get to go through the next one and then the top 60 or whatever but what's yeah. fun about the uh, races if you keep going if you bump into like a gray bumper and you KO it your uh, boost meter will increase and that carries on throughout the the next races and uh, there's just so much to it that is so smart that I never would have thought that I would enjoy something like this like a battle royale racing game that's Sounds
0: weird, but it's quick. It works. Too. That's it's quick. If yeah. it wasn't mm-hmm. quick, I don't think it would bring you back. But it's, you know, it's your three laps, and that's it. And yep. you know, you know, and you might die very quickly, like I do most of the time. So get back in, and it's very in <laughs> and out. It's not like a lot of load times. You're getting in there. I didn't experience any lag. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's really well done. I, I think mm-hmm. this is where Nintendo can innovate and have fun in a different way than just having a bunch of you know hundred guys jump you know, lined on an island and shoot each other.
1: I'm trying to. I'm trying to imagine uh, like a Mario Kart. I don't think you could do 99 with items. I just think that would be just insane. Mm-hmm. But like even a Mario Kart 50, like Mario Kart Traffic Jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I th- I just. But like I would love that, even in the SNES style. Like bring back you could do, those could kind, you do of courses, kind of Mario Kart tracks with an F Zero. Oh, you could, I guess. Yeah. Like
0: like Super Mario Kart or Mario Kart. You'd have I to guess. extend yeah. some
1: of them out to make it... Because the F-Zero tracks are are kind of long because you get that speed. But some of them are twisty-turny. So I think you could kind of translate some of the Mario Kart, like Super Nintendo tracks without too much hassle. But I think like as a as a game speed load... This one's a lot easier to do than, than something like Mario Kart with a ton of items and that kind of stuff. But I would love to Mm -hmm. see, like I said, even like a, like Mario Kart 50 of just like 50 people on the screen, tossing red shells at each other, just duking it out. Like I want, I'd never realized how much I want battle Royale racing. Like this is (laughs) yeah. Excite bike could work.
0: Excite bike could work. Yeah, because you got jumps yeah. and all that stuff. And yeah, overheating and yeah, all that. What's the stuff. most impressive
1: of,
2: of this game is like it's all on one screen versus like Tetris yes. 99 where you're, you know, uh, playing with the Tetraminos, but then you can send other like um, at like attack blocks and, and stuff to other players. This is all mm. happening right in front of you.
1: Yeah. 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 It's so well done. Even the the lead up where you're all just starting in that big row and you're kind of funneling through and through and through and the real race hasn't even started. And you're still kind of like, I don't know about you get like I'm jockeying for position. I'm like, if I, if someone bumps me off of a, a speed boost or something like that, I'm like, you're it. Like, that's it. What color were <laughs> yep. you? I'm coming for you. Like, and it just, it gets so crazy that way. And some of them have different ways you can go to even mm-hmm. get to that starting line. So by the time, that that's there. Like there's, there's already, you know, you got the, your underdogs in the back. Can they come back up? You got the leaders. It's like, can they hold position? And it's like before the race starts, you have that little meta game, that little story of like, okay, like here's, here's some excitement yeah. before the damn race starts. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. yeah I like I play a lot of Fortnite and it's like before you don't really start rivalries before the match starts like that's you know you're in the lobby you're waiting around you're dancing before the bus pulls out like it's just like this is such another level of that metagame competition amp Mm. up ready to go kind of like it's just it sets the adrenaline off like like I said before the, the start gate is even in front of you it's it's wildly addicting yeah So good.
0: I want to go play more of it right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I know, right? Like, why are you looking at us right now? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Pay no attention. You guys are lucky
1: my switch is back there.
2: (laughs) Uh, uh, My friends and I, we have gotten into the same lobby before. We'll just like count it down and be like three, two, one, go. And like, we do get into the same lobby, but that's not like the best way I would want to do it. But if you are looking to get into the same lobby, it's possible. Yes. Yeah. No. Other than that, I mean, like, like Mark said, honestly, I was up until two a.m. last night. Shouldn't have been. And I'm still using Pokemon Sleep to help me have better sleep, and it that has worked. Um, but apparently, it does not work with F zero ninety nine. That's not anywhere in <laughs> there. Uh,
0: their guidelines. Or sleeping, anything. yeah, that's not sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> I, li-
1: I like the thought of you just in a race car running Pikachu over on the way to like. <laughs> it's like Please go to sleep. You're just like gone. Ko, <laughs> yeah. Smash Brothers style, he just flies off the track, and you're just like, I'm right. Falcon Punch. You're dead Let's me. do oh, it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing does Pokemon sleep actually like I haven't, I still haven't downloaded it. I still, my, my son's been using my...
0: it and he says it helps him quite a bit. So he said, we said oh. we all do it together and we haven't yeah. yet. So I need to help my wife with it on her phone. And yeah, yeah, it's helped me because my it's, it's, all, my bed.
1: it's
2: yeah. That part is a little weird, like having it charged and right next to you, but your screen is face down. So it doesn't right. use that much battery. And if it's being charged, the, the, uh, the screen is dark, so it's not going to overheat that much, but still, like, it's still dangerous. Uh, mm. But since, like, my sleep is now gamified, I mm. hate seeing that I have, like, a low score. And and you can also see your friends' scores. It doesn't say, like, how long they slept or, like, you know, what kind of position they were sleeping in or anything like that. <laughs> but, like... Uh, you do get to see their score and it does kind of make you feel bad if you're like, oh, man, I only got six hours of sleep, which normally I like before your Pokemon sleep. I would go to bed at like 12 and two o'clock in the morning, like just kind of whenever I got mm-hmm. tired. Uh, But now it has helped. But n- not last night, so uh, <laughs> we'll see.
1: <laughs> we'll see if it continues. <laughs> Well that's but that's good. Like even the fact that you're cognizant of that, of like you're you're thinking about it like whereas before you could have been just like, you know what, I played F Zero till two in the morning and I'm gonna do the same thing tonight. Like the, mm-hmm. the fact that you're like, I kind of want to get back to that so I can keep earning points. Yeah. And keep going in Pokemon, like that's that's really interesting. That's mm-hmm. that's like a, a really uh like singing endorsement. In What's going to happen I mean, when that app
0: dies, though? The people are not going to be able to sleep anymore when when they pull the app after <laughs> three years or whatever. <laughs> to be the average length of a Nintendo app aren't very long, unfortunately. Yeah, I feel like yeah.
2: Pokemon games are probably they have Pokemon a longer shelf life. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and honestly, the main reason I think I'm still using it is that it works as my alarm clock. Like I was already mm-hmm. using an alarm clock before, but now that there's an alarm clock and Pokemon sleep. It's like, all right, I might as well just keep using it. Right.
0: Cool. Yeah. Somehow that doesn't help my son wake up for some reason. I sure. Why. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Snorlax okay. award earned. Yeah. You just need a poke a flute, Todd. That's it. Oh, just pretty. go wake <laughs> up with a flute. I've been waiting for Yeah. 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 If playing the flute <laughs> doesn't work, you just kind of whack them with it a little bit. Just like
0: motivation. I have whack. enough. I have enough Mr. Mime uh, nightmares, Mark. So let's not talk about well, them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay so mark uh i am very curious about the first game you played yeah
1: well i mean the yeah I, I i've put a ton of time in f099 so that's that's like that was my weekend but i also got to play uh, a bit hold on there we go all right there we I'll go. go put on my outright games ambassador hat for this one uh outright games sent a package of some swag. So I'm going to wear the hat while I talk about the game that that they sent me, uh, which was the Baby Shark game. And Finn, my son, he's three years old, so obviously he loves Baby Shark. So when I saw that Outright Games had a Baby Shark game, I was like, I need a code for that, regrettably, because that's going to get stuck in my head and be a thing that's on my Switch. And uh, you know what, though? It is actually pretty cute. It is a very rudimentary, cute, uh, rhythm game that you can play with a single joy con if you want to, or pro controller or whatever. It doesn't take anything really to play it. Um, you can even play with that, the eight bit dough micro that I got very, very simple kind of, uh, kind of game that, but it, it does mix it up every once in a while. So one version of the game is literally just pressing the face buttons. So a B X Y You press those as they come across the screen, just like any other rhythm, guitar hero, music kind of game, whatever it is, and you're just playing along to the Baby Shark songs. So if they drive you crazy, skip this one. But if you have kids, get it. Um, So that's one of them. Another one, you're kind of like – it's not as much rhythm based. There's a little bit to it, but like you're kind of moving along, trying to collect coins, music notes, different cards, and avoid things like crabs and fish that are going in, in your way. And it's very, very simple, literally left and right up down if you want to, but you could actually just do left and right scrolling and a jump button if you really need to. Um my, my wife, we were playing two-player cooperative with my son, uh, kind of watching. We'd pass him a controller for some of those levels. And um, literally, you don't even have to press jump for 98% of the – especially the first few levels. I was very surprised when – because the game starts off so easy. You're basically just kind of like press A on the beat. You could be half asleep and not watching the screen and still probably pass the first couple of levels. But then as we got further, it was just kind of like throwing up some really quick kind of like button changes at me. And it threw me off because it just hit me of like, Oh shoot. I'm not just pressing the same button anymore. Now it's like ABA, AXA, you know, like BX, you know, it's like, it was just like really, I don't know. It kind of ramps up kind of quickly or, or, or quicker than I expected it to. Cause I was just lulled into this false sense of like, I'm going to sleep my way through this game and Finn's going to sing along to the songs. That's neat. But, um, yeah, it's, it's decent, it's, I mean, it's a baby shark game. It is what it is, but like, it's cute. It's well done. Like most of the outright games games have been so far, um, they're they're cute to play with your kids. I, what more can I say than that, right? Like it's uh, it's it's for a very specific audience. I don't think Todd. I don't think you'll be clamoring to play this one. No. Uh,
0: you know, Mark. Do they have other music, or is it just Baby Shark? Or is there like public I, domain music, I, um, like Halo Lamb or anything like that?
1: Uh, so far I've come across Baby Shark and Baby Shark esque remixes. Oh okay. uh, there's probably some public <laughs> domain public domain stuff, I'm sure. But is there to, music uh, by uh fish? <laughs> I wish that'd be a Real big fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go. The whole great thing white. ends with some great big sea. Uh that'd yeah. be there you fantastic. Go. Yeah. Um Aqua. So <laughs> Oh
2: Aqua, yeah, you gotta have that in there. Yes.
1: It would work so in a far, rhythm. Game. Across, it would totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to play the rhythm game that we just came up with, but it's just, uh, there's also <laughs> ocean no, themed, um, ocean themed music game. It's raining
0: men. I guess that count as very... water based.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Anything that's yeah. Li- li- water, water adjacent, um, <laughs> would be amazing. Don't
0: go chasing uh, waterfalls. It's... I can keep going all night. If you Oh, you yeah, you need yeah. some TLC
1: in there. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, the, yeah. Like most of the other games, like you, you kind of know what you're going to get uh, with this. It's, it's good quality stuff. Like the voices, the animation, everything looks and sounds really good. Everything's bright and colorful and super entertaining. Finn was instantly drawn to it. And um, yeah, it was, it was good. We had fun with it, Great. which I, I don't always expect for like kitty based games, but there was enough that, you know, my wife and I and Finn were all just kind of jamming on the couch and, and having a good time uh, playing some Baby Shark. Uh, the game I want to mention hasn't come out yet. doesn't come out till November, but it was announced today. Outright Games just announced that there's a Bluey game coming out. I'm wearing my Bluey shirt. This was a coincidence. And I need to keep the hat on for this because I am so freaking excited for this. It sounds like it's the the correct voice actors. the The trailer looks like it's just straight out of one of the shows. It's uh, it's going to be good. Game of the year already. Not up till November, but I know. Lock it in. Just Bluey, just looks amazing.
0: It's going to be four players too, Mark. So it's fun for it the whole family. Yeah,
1: yeah. You can pick mom, dad, Bluey, or Bingo. I'm excited. You get to go visit grandpa. You get to go to the beach. You get to do some other adventures. There's a floor lava game. Like
0: EP up. Oh, outright Games. I, I hope there's keep you up. They've got to be. Keep it, it is up. magic xylophone yeah. are mentioned in this game. Mark. Yeah. Cheesy. It's uh uh, you're speechless. I can tell.
2: <laughs> I I wish that I had the excuse to watch Bluey.
0: Like, of course, I can watch it on you my own. You don't need an like- excuse. I know, I know many single people <laughs> that watch Bluey. I've been tempted to watch yeah. Bluey. It's a cult, really.
2: Yeah, I mean, the first time I like really, I mean, I knew of it, but I heard Mark talk about it on uh, We The Gamercast. And the way that they both were talking about it, I was like, what am I missing here? Why is everybody (laughs) obsessed with Bluey? And so, like, I don't know, maybe it was a month later, it started showing up on my TikTok feed. And it was like just episodes. People would just upload episodes of it. And where you have to turn your phone sideways to watch the whole video. And I I got it. Like, I watched one episode and I'm like, this is really good. (laughs) So,
1: Yeah. yeah, I might have to check it out. It's, um, and you don't have to be a parent to watch it, but it's like a parenting show Mm -hmm. pretending to be a kid's show, but like, you can still, you can still get stuff out of the show. Even if you're not a parent, like if you just, you like have life, uh, it just, uh, some of the episodes in particular, like some of them are just like goofy and fun kind of kids kind of stuff, but others are like, okay. All right. I wasn't expecting that. I need a break, uh, to Mm -hmm. just think about the things and like, you know, kids would just be like, woohoo, there's a, you're in space <laughs> and you're having dreams. And it's just like, no, no, <laughs> it's so good. It's a great show. And I can't, I, I can't wait for the game. It's going to be great. So uh, outright games. Thanks for a, uh keeping us ambassadors all swagged up and everything, but also just releasing great games that I can play with my family. Todd. You're muted.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Okay, I was muted. Um, (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I I was trying to be courteous, but apparently not talking to your your co-host is not a good idea. Um, So something I was playing that's less family-friendly just released on Game Pass, and that is Lies of P. The P stands for Pinocchio, folks. Lies because he did. Um, Then he went to Bad Kid Island and almost got killed. Um, Yeah, that's Pinocchio. Um, This game is Bloodborne. It is Bloodborne all over the map. If you are a Bloodborne fan, you want to play this game. I don't think they even try to deny it. Um, It is very, very wonderful in the aesthetic. You take on automatons that look like uh, essentially like clockwork people like police and everybody are of that aesthetic. Um, it's beautiful. The combat is cool, but punishing, of course. And I like how they incorporate like um, Jiminy Cricket is essentially next to you, kind of like a narrator uh, Then are also you can hear the blue fairy or a blue fairy as character doing narration, which is cool. And um, I, there's not much of a story at the beginning. But um, it's set in like you know, like late eight, uh, late eighteen hundreds London kind of feel. So you get that grime and the grid of like London. Um, but um, like most Souls games, um, it passes the test when it kills Todd like ten times in a row. Like this big boss guy just takes you out. Any character can kill you at any time, and I would say. Um, it's pretty forgiving. and gets you back into combat pretty quickly, but it is get a bonfire. Um, you'll keep your stuff when you get there, but you have to find the bonfire. You can find shortcuts mm. that bring you back. But other than that, um it's it's a, it's another souls game that um I want to find one that will, you know, bring me in and keep me. But Bloodborne's the only one that did it. And quite honestly, I only got through the first boss and I quit. And I said, I've I've accomplished and more than I would ever do in a souls game. I'm quitting there. I'm a winner. So I won souls. Um, So yeah, that's, uh, that's lies of peace. So check it out. If you have game pass, it's on both PC and console. Um, It's definitely uh, a great get that Xbox has. So uh, I, I know it's something that they've been wanting to fill in their library with some day and date third-party games. This one fills right in. So um, it's, it's great for Xbox. Now that Starfield's out, uh, they're going to need some releases as you know, there's more things coming to other consoles. So it's, it's a good game that they have. Um, Awesome. Then I, then I dipped into Sea of Stars. So Sea of Ooh, Stars. Great um, this is essentially kind of a Chrono Trigger uh, spiritual successor. It is... The art style is that type of um, pixel art that couldn't be done on the SNES and NES. Um, it's really well done. It's, uh, um, it's turn-based combat. And they have mixed in some more action elements within the combat so like you can hold an attack power it up and let it go uh to to have more um violence in how you attack um and I didn't get the rest of my parties to join me I, I'm very early in the game but uh, apparently there's a lot of like almost like Mario rpg mechanics where it's time- based mm-hmm. um and it's it's very the the art style is cool but you get to these cutscenes that are more like anime uh animated style that i'm like i I do like the pixel art but when i see that art style it's also in the 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 um like almost the cover art that's beautiful i wish the game looked like that so i don't know why they did it because it does feel like it it separates it from me it's like that when back in the old days when you had the game where it's like you'd get like um, a cutscene because a game could never look that way. And then you went back mm. to your standard art style. I feel like, well, no, a game can look like that now. So why aren't we getting that? So I was a little torn, but I know there's a certain crowd that they crave those type of games and that type of era. I don't know if I'll stick with it or not. I don't know. I, I'm hoping I heard it's 30 hours long, which for a game like that, that's a lot for me. uh Turn based games typically turn me off because you'll get to essentially points where you're lacking enough potions or not the right skills. So then you have to go back and grind to get the mm. stuff. And that just kind of turns me off a little bit. So it's probably not something I'll stick with it. I just wanted to give it a try to see what it is, but I do like what they're going for. So it's definitely a, a, a definitely a game to try. It's also on day and date on game pass and also day and date on PS plus. So, Check it out there, and if you have a Nintendo system, you can pay them forty dollars for it. <laughs> so that is the price of. But it's also on Switch, and it probably runs great there. Um, and then, lastly, Starfield. Um, I am torn on story for Starfield. Um, it says I played it for fifty-five hours. I know I haven't. Uh, I think it just doesn't. When you're in like the pause screen, mm. it keeps your time running for some reason, which is weird. But. Um, they have announced that there's going to be all these improvements coming up, specifically a lot of it on PC that will improve the game aesthetically and include DLSS, um, add all of these functions, fix HDR and some other things. And then the other thing they're building in, which I really want is city maps. They're building those into those are coming later. So mm-hmm. almost like I feel like these big games, they don't launch complete. They take a long time to get really at their best. Like, um Witcher three took a long time to get where it is um we know that cyberpunk has been on a journey and they're just launching uh 2.0 of the base game and their dlc two years later on uh thursday and i've held off on that game to get improvements as well but you eventually have to jump in so i i'm torn because i want to play the game at its best um because i'm mm-hmm. probably not going to come back if i've already beat the game and say oh what does it look like now um but um I do like the game. Um, The best mission is still like the first mission I played in the game so far. So I'm waiting to find the hook. I don't think I'm far enough in it that I've experienced some turning points in the game yet, but I am curious where it goes. And I do need a better ship because I have gotten my butt handed me because I don't have the right um, weapons or shielding. So and I've given up on picking up everything. It's just it's just a fool's errand. Pick up ammunition because it doesn't weigh anything. But other than that, don't you'll be so mad at being encumbered. You'll be like me. You look like a hoarder where you've just dropped all your crap in your ship. <laughs> and then I took over a ship and cause this is some, a fun, fun tip. What you can do is if you land on a planet and you see a ship land, you can steal it. Um, especially when they go out on like a, a patrol, you go in, there might be some people on that ship and they don't like you very much. So you might <laughs> have to do take care of some business. And unfortunately, There's no one to clean up the bodies, and I don't know a way to move the bodies, so (laughs) it's a little dicey, folks. Um, They're too big to fit in, like, a container, Mm -hmm. and, you know, thankfully, they don't scan your ship when you're coming down because they don't consider, like, dead bodies contraband, but they scan for contraband, but not dead bodies, apparently. (laughs) And it's
1: a Bethesda game. So, you know, at one point, one of those bodies is going to start dancing around like it's weekend at freaking Bernie's in space. Oh, man, that's the, the game we need ever. That is the game we need. <laughs> I. Yeah. When that happens, yeah. please clip it. I need to see that clip. <laughs> Fantastic. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, so you're just driving around space with a couple of corpses.
0: As they apparently will clean them up when you port. Yes, I have the problem okay. of some some stuff, but apparently you can like you dock and you like change out a part on your ship. They eventually they just disappear. Apparently, sure, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. part of the service body cleaning service. <laughs> <laughs> What happens? I don't know. That's in I don't experience. get it. I, I don't, I don't really no. get it. And I am, I'm so excited what people are building. They're making ships based on like, uh, what was it? Um, Anna, uh, Obi-Wan's no, it's Anakin star cruiser. Um, yeah, I saw Amanda the star cruiser. Yeah. posted today. I thought oh.
1: it was oh, fantastic. That's awesome. it's,
0: yeah, it's great. That takes a lot of work and effort though. Probably more than I could put together. I've seen people like I put 10 hours into the ship and it looks like a toddler made it. Sadly, so I don't know if it's worth worth it, worth it but if you really have plans it's there. So it's it's a cool game. I really do like it. It's just I've got Mortal Kombat 1 that just came in the mail. So that's going to get played next. So Starfield might get pushed aside um mm-hmm. for some time.
1: That's fair. I think with Bethesda games that's that's going to happen. You you okay. kind of you want to jump in and like be part of like conversation at first and be like, yeah, I played Starfield. That's cool. Um, but then like it's I think it's kind of safe to dip if you're not scared of like spoilers or anything like that and just kind of come back. Like, I mean that's Skyrim had such a long tail to it just because of that kind of thing. They kept iterating, they kept releasing it for new consoles and toasters and whatever came out at the time that could run it. Like just I I wonder if Starfield's gonna have that same super long life um and it seems like they they're already road mapping those improvements and stuff to keep people hopefully coming back so i think it's i think that's kind of safe like there's a lot of stuff coming out in the next little bit so
0: yeah i do, and i think there's some everybody's. really good there's there's some really good guides out there right now they're like kind of telling you which side quests are the best because that's really one i want to find i want to find those yeah. side quests that are amazing i haven't found much just by exploring pa- pa- uh, planets yet i go there i'm like oh I've been in this bunker because essentially the bunker is just duplicated a lot of these planets, which mm-hmm. is just kind of sad to me. It's not like it's a lot of it's procedurally generated and they reuse some assets. So it's still disappointed, but I want the like the best side quests. Like the first side quest I did was amazing and I want more of those type of things. So I will probably do mainline, but then look for the best side quests. I heard there's some great faction like, quests that are fantastic too so i think that's what i want to do i want more of a guided experience based on what people tell me is awesome and then if i find something cool along the way that i just found out of like just i just discovered it that's awesome for me um because that game will will devour your life and i hear people put 200 hours in so i don't have 200 hours to give the game but i'd rather give it get the best out of that game than i can crazy All right, that's what we've been playing, folks. Let us know what you've been playing. Uh, We'd love to hear about it. I know there's a lot of gems that are out there. Um, I've been harassed because I don't play enough indie games. Uh, Jason Marshall called me out, so I've got Remnant 2 coming in the mail, too. I'm going to play that one. So we'll see how that goes, because I probably will get destroyed, but I do want to try different games. Um, Mark, Mm -hmm. there's a game out there that might be your style. I don't know cheesy if you guys have heard it. Dave the Diver. Um, Yeah. That that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about that game very quickly, but I, I, when we do, it's a, it's a crazy game where essentially you are a fisherman and you get oh, fish yes. and then you run a sushi restaurant at night. Mm-hmm. And I've heard it's amazing. So, um, but that's the type of game I probably should be trying out just to, to get in there. So with that, we're going to transition to the E3 in September. We had so many announcements about events, leaks, um, uh, and then we we aren't even going to cover Tokyo Game Show, which is coming out in two days, where Xbox is going to be there. So with that, Mark, I'm going to hand this over to you because you're a little more uh, economical in time than I am, <laughs> and I can go on a long time. So I'm going to hand it over to you, and you take us through these wonderful events.
1: Sure, especially when I, when Ahsoka's on the line, I'm gonna I'm gonna run through this a little bit. But uh, so. Yeah, we're going to focus on a few different things that happened over the last couple of days. Some of them were expected. Some of them were big surprises. But uh, it's amazing what can happen in two weeks since we last recorded. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about just happened today, kind of like overnight when we were sleeping. Woke up to this news. Xbox. The Xbox versus, uh, was it the FTC? All of this stuff just kind of kind of came out, got leaked. The FTC is blaming Microsoft for the leak. I haven't seen anything other than that when I was like leaving work and it was like, we're blaming you. Uh, So we'll see how that kind of progresses. This is still ongoing. So if you're listening to this Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever, and you know more than we do, Hey, it's Tuesday and we're just learning this. Uh, Okay. So the Xbox roadmap um, leaked, there's hardware leaks, there's acquisition talks, there's software stuff, there's cloud uh, cloud assisted gaming, I guess. Um, have hybrid. you guys both had, yeah, hybrid gaming? Uh, have you guys both had time to kind of read through some of the stuff that was leaked? A little
0: bit, yeah. Okay, Todd? I absorbed it all. I absorbed okay. <laughs> it all. <laughs> perfect,
1: perfect. There's a great. Uh, so if you're looking for that, there is a great Verge article um, that kind of or like a Verge landing page. It kind of like summarized a whole bunch of stuff. And then you can click like read full article for the things that you really want. So I, I read that summary page. I read every single article. Um, it was, it was really, really interesting. Uh, but basically I think the way just to get through all of these events, let's not break down every single thing that happened. So like, if there's something that stood out to you, I want to hear what it was. Um, Todd, since you're a little bit more well-versed in this one than Cheesy is, let's let's start with you for this one and see, like, what, what stood out for this event?
0: Oh, wow. This, uh, this, this leak. The fact that they're basically hardware map with actual mm. created documents, which look slick – got released. I mean, uh, some of those, those things of note are they've essentially indicated when their next revisions are coming out, which they said they weren't going to do. So we essentially are getting a new S, which is going to launch mm-hmm. with more RAM. Um, it's going to launch with a one terabyte base, Going to sell for $300. So it's going to be the same price with improvements. Mm -hmm. Not really performance improvements. I mean, the RAM will help, definitely. But it's going to get more things that are going to be... uh, I would call them improvements, including, um, I believe, Wi-Fi 6E. It's going to have better Bluetooth. It's going to be um, greener, with meaning lower power, more recyclability, increased use of like recycled plastics, which is great. Um, It's going to also... um, it's called Alwood, is what the new one called, and this one's supposed to launch in, uh, I believe, August of next year, and yeah. it's going to be all digital again, and it's also going to um, supplant the current S, and the current S is going to go basically bla- they're going to sell it inventory Black Friday next year, which just yeah. makes sense. Uh, the the uh, Series X refresh, they're not calling it anything else; just calling it Series X again. This is just like your new uh, Apple. 12 uh, iphone 12 just replaces the old one um this is going to completely replace the current x we have it's going to be all digital going forward and they are phasing out the current x gonna you know phase that inventory so going forward xbox will not have any physical software going forward Mm -hmm. that is crazy wow um but that is where they're headed they don't want people to buy games from physical stores. They want to own all the profit and they want you to go digital so you don't trade in games. Um, And that hardware is going to be, it's going to be a a cylinder. It's going to be very cool looking. Um, It's going to also include, you know, a a, a USB-C front port. It's going to be two terabytes of data or or, or storage. Um, And then other than that, I'll have some of the same things I already talked about, Um, you know, the, the better things that improve over time than they launched. So, that's kind of the big deal. And these are all coming next year. And the uh, S is going to come out in August. And then I believe the new X is going to come out in October. They're going to be staggered. So they all get their moment in time, just like the other consoles did when they launched. So this is a big Mm -hmm. deal. And along with that, we're also getting a new baseline controller. Um, Mm -hmm. It's going to replace the current control you buy for sixty bucks. It's going to be seventy apparently, but it's going to have uh, more of that haptic feedback we talked about. It's going to include a cloud-based direct to cloud. So Stadia did that. So apparently, it was yeah. better connection. Did all of the things that works better with cloud gaming and also connection. Um, and it will. It, it kind of has a really cool feature where it's it's two toned, but if the tone is like half and half. White at yeah. top, black in the bottom. So instead of Sony doing theirs. Um, and it's going to also be um, rechargeable or battery swap only. So no more double A's. Something they've been asking for to be more green as well. Um, yeah. And it's also going to have improved sticks. And um, and it's also going to have a speaker in it. Like similar uh, PlayStation um, and it's also going to have an accelerometer, so it's going to have motion. Mm-hmm. So these are all things that Xbox has been listening about things that we want to change, but it's not pro. These are just iterations like you would have yeah. back in the day when you, you had a little more storage and it looks a little different. Exactly, yeah.
1: Uh, cheesy, anything that you read from this that, that kind of has you pumped up? like Anything yeah. specific? or? Yeah.
2: So, I, I mean, I read some of it, and then I watched a video on good vibes gaming that kind of broke all of it down. Um, Digital gaming is it's the future, but I'm not happy about it. (laughs) Like I obviously that is the direction that we're going. All of these companies are going more digital than they are physical, or at least even with Nintendo, they want people to buy their vouchers as much as possible. So they don't, I mean, and if you buy digital games, you also get, I think some, Gold coins or gold points, whatever it's called. Yeah. 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 Um, So I get it. I understand that's the direction we're headed. Uh, Cloud gaming is cool when it works. And for the most part, it does. Uh, But I think that there's still some some issues there. Um, I think the controller is really cool especially with gyro, like it's so weird that we're just now getting to that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. With Xbox, especially. Um, But that's, that's great. The thing that, you know, any any of the leaks that we got today, all of that could change. Yeah. And it could
0: pivot. I
2: mean, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a shame that all of this hard work and, and, uh, teams that have put together these ideas are just now leaked (laughs) and that was a roadmap for like 2030 right yeah Yeah, Yeah,
0: through 2030 2030. Yeah. yeah
2: and like the new console is coming out next year uh so that's just like that's a bummer i not to support like a mega company but to uh i guess have sympathy of like you know if i was in that position i would be pretty upset too um I think it's going to be pretty awkward for Phil Spencer in Tokyo Game Show this week, but uh you know, I don't I yeah. who's to blame. I guess we'll find out, but uh yeah. it's Well, it's neat that we get all of this uh, information, but also I don't know. I missed I miss surprises and everything is leaked today and everybody has some kind of speculation of what could be coming and uh, we're all just regurgitating everything that we see on the Internet. Uh, but it's nice when you're just like genuinely surprised and that doesn't really happen anymore. So, yeah, yeah but I, like I said, they could probably change and, and pivot
0: yeah. At least they one, didn't get uh, screwed by like a bad sharpie like Sony did when they redacted there. Remember, mm-hmm. they were they didn't use like a dark enough sharpie, so you could tell like how much they spent yeah, on The Last still. of Us, yeah. how many people it took. This is just mm-hmm. like uh, some intern apparently didn't redact or just uploaded everything. Oh, okay, I'll take care of that, boss. <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Uh, what one thing that surprised
1: me and stood out. Um, was the, the open talk or at least internal talk about Phil wanting to acquire Nintendo. And the, the, I felt like the, the emails that I read really showed Phil's character, I think uh, as, as not being an act, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, Even stuff when like his reaction got leaked to the Sony, like Sony announcing the PlayStation five. And it was like, it's okay. Like, I think we have a better product. I think our software is great. Uh, I think they, I don't think they can compete with game pass. I think we're in a great position. Good job team. Like it was just like, holy shit, man. Like he seems genuinely just like, okay, you know, they did a thing, but like, Hey, we're doing our thing. Don't worry about it. Um, but like the, the talk about acquiring Nintendo and like, they've, they've discussed that as like, we have this money we're acro- acquiring these shares we'd like to acquire more shares but we don't think a hostile takeover is a good move for anyone so we're just going to wait we're going to play a long game we're going to see if nintendo is open to something like that we're going to work with them we're going to like do all this stuff they have such a big pile of money that they're sitting on for being a billion year old company so like that's something we have to contend with but like we're microsoft we know how things work we're patient but like that's the that's the big one guys. If I could land that, I could retire happy. Like it's just, it's, it's really cool to see a company as big as Microsoft and someone in there saying like, yeah, we don't need to hostile take over Nintendo. Like let's let them do the thing. It'll be all right. Like they could, they they just, they could, (laughs) you know, like it's, it's just, it's wild to, to see that kind of stuff. But also to think of like, Microsoft being this big powerhouse and acquiring all these studios, but still seeing Nintendo, the weird toy maker as like, I'd still love to have that. I still think we'd be better together. I love Nintendo so much. I really just wish we could be partners. That's, and that's the vibe that it comes on. Is like, not like I want Nintendo because I need more things. It's like, it's not some dragon sitting on like, gold it's like a hobbit that just wants the best coolest potatoes (laughs) like that he can collect it's the weirdest thing from like a corporate billion dollar trillion dollar company leader to be just like i don't know nintendo's really cool i'd love to be buddies like what okay
0: They're all fanboys because they grew up, you know, enjoying that 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 um, atmosphere. I mean, takes you back to when you heard about the original Xbox coming out, and apparently the execs went to wanted to set up an appointment to buy Nintendo back in the day, and they blew them off, of course, because they're like, "What are you doing? You make spreadsheets and." Yeah. os's that aren't very pretty uh leave us alone um now they're like oh we just want to make your hardware and you put the great games and we love you because you know great. but um That's the it. other one mark was the wb uh games mm-hmm. and yeah. essentially the the deal breaker was not having the ip i'm like yeah that sucks yeah. they couldn't have got figured that out because wb i worry about Warner brothers max all that stuff and i worry that we're going to lose um you know some great opportunities and i don't know know if you saw the details about game pass they were trying to fill holes in game pass after the delay of starfield and it was amazing to see how much and they had like dollar amount figures like to get x it would cost x and they had like jedi survivor or no jedi um fallen order um or survivor no it was going to cost 300 million dollars to do day and date jedi survivor and that's that's amazing that they they looked at like is it value like it wouldn't have been a value us and they probably wouldn't do it
1: Crazy, crazy. Um, we, I'm sure we could have the rest of the episode about this, but let's let's move on to another event that I didn't expect to focus on gaming at all, let alone as much and as hardcore as it did. And this is the Apple event. We got a a new Apple Watch Series 9. We got an iPhone 15 and 15 Pro with all the improvements and blah, 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 whatever. Who cares? Uh, We're not here to talk about phones and watches. We're here to talk about games because they put a big focus on GPU games coming. We've got Assassin's Creed Mirage, like full versions. This isn't cloud version or like a mobile version. This is like just straight up hook up a controller and play Assassin's Creed Mirage, play uh, what do we say? Uh, Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil Four. Mm-hmm. Like they want this thing. There's, there's also again. Like I don't know if it's leaked or like someone just kind of started going off on an interview or whatever. But like some Apple exec was saying that like they want the iPhone to be the best gaming console, not handheld. The best gaming console. Let that sit with you for a second, and think about Apple who. Has never been into gaming, like that kind of gaming. They've been happy having like their app store and their like, you know, doodle jumps and whatever, but like, it, I don't, that it's crazy to me. And think, like Todd, right away, you kind of said this is exciting for like an Apple TV that has a decent GPU in it. My Apple TV is mainly a streaming box. We play some of the Apple arcade games on it, but I can't imagine choosing. Or having the option to choose between my Xbox Series X or an Apple TV with Assassin's Creed Mirage, but that's a that's a possibility with this chipset potentially. Wild. Um, so there's not. I can't really say like pick pick and choose your best, but just like quick reactions on like Apple's focus on hardcore gaming. Cheesy. What do you think of this? What do you what are your, what are your thoughts on? Apple having the best console ever.
2: Yeah, it's very strange. Like, in a way, it kind of makes sense that that's like where they've always been headed. I mean, they've always been on hardware and and first, like, uh, computers, iPods, uh, uh, wherever else we are now. But uh, phones. Um, and Nintendo has always been kind of scared of them for that reason, like when it came to the iPad, that was too similar to the Wii U and they were having issues trying to market the same thing. Um, I'm, I'm a little confused. Like, would it, the phone be a controller? I mean, like they are saying that it would run the game, but if you're like,
1: would you cast it to your TV then? Or like, what would be the point? You, you have a couple of different options. So, um, you can right now hook up a Mm -hmm. PlayStation or an Xbox controller to your phone. Yeah through mm-hmm. Bluetooth and iOS 17, which I've been playing with for a little while, but just dropped yesterday, uh, officially like full release. Um, that has more controller stuff in the settings, like built in huh. Apple TV is the same way. The new OS for the Apple TV right away. As soon as you drop down the menu, there's a controller icon there. So they're literally oh. screaming at you to be like, hook a controller up to this thing. I'm sure for these games, there will be touch screen options for the phone, but like they are super pushing. It wouldn't surprise me if Apple released their own controller within the next year or two, Uh but right now they're like straight up going to an Apple store and buy an Xbox controller or a PlayStation five controller and hook it up to whatever device you want. Like I have my, my iPad's right in front of me here for show notes on a stand. I could leave my iPad up there, play games. I've done that before. Same thing. I could kind of mount my phone on a little stand and play a game that way. Um, there's also, uh, you know, the little clips and stuff. Like I have a clip that hooks on to an Xbox controller and has my phone kind of mounted on top of my
0: Xbox controller. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of options. Um, there's another for, option for, for, too, Mark. To I was just reading about this. You iPhone 15s can support, External displays, yeah, Uh yeah. So imagine just hooking your phone up to a display, and then you don't have to worry about the little screen or whatever. You can connect directly to the phone for your controller support, and now you're playing on a screen. That makes a lot more sense than bringing a controller with you on a trip. Or, I mean, I do it with those things the backbone thing. I mean, that backbone obviously would work too. too. But this is the way you can really say this is a console because you're playing it on a big screen; everyone can see yep. it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a concern about heat and generating that much power. Obviously, the, if it's compatible, uh, comparable to a PlayStation Five, um, yes, that those are graphically great for this size of a screen. You blow it up; that resolution, the output of that takes more horsepower. And there's a reason why those systems are so robust with that. The, the, the hardware is great; it's still generating. I, from when I was reading this when you're playing a game, it generates a lot of heat on the device, even Apple. So uh, I think this is a way to do that. Um, And to Mark's point, I've said, get this graphics chipset in a new um, Apple TV, and you now have a console. You get developers that know they can reach out to how many um, consumers with this and tie it to maybe a higher tier Apple Arcade. And if you're getting games that are current gen which are your iphone uh, uh, re4 and the next Assassin's creed game i mean that has to worry nintendo that somebody could out resource them because uh, you've got all these users built in because that's what that's what xbox and, and playstation everyone wants to get to that number of you know what four billion users that have a device in their hand mm-hmm. apple could easily do this I, i'm apple impressed they should they be could. everyone
2: yeah, I, w- I was going to ask, like, is uh, LucasArts part of Disney?
0: Lucasfilm, LucasArts, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's all part Disney of Disney games.
2: Yeah, I mean, Disney Apple, games.
0: Yeah.
2: Apple's looking at buying Disney. That's the rumor. Yeah. That's the rumor. Yeah. What they have been for like since Marvel, 2015 or something Star like that. Yeah. 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 I do think yeah. that it's Pixar. Uh, you have a different mindset when you're playing your phone, at least right now. Like, when you are waiting. Uh, for your table or like you're waiting on a bus or whatever it is you have your phone and right now we just have the mindset of like okay I'm going to play a quick mobile game something that is just dopamine hits right but if you're playing Assassin's Creed on your phone are you going to have the same mindset of that versus like having a switch which is the main purpose for that device
1: yeah To me, I've never been able to click with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You get a notification and you just jump out of the game.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. And that's, that's exactly it. That's my problem with it is I've, I've had those clips. I've had those, those options, even with game pass to stream a game and play it on my phone or whatever, but I've never felt like that's the device to play it. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. my. You, like, you, you look at the games on my phone. It's like you know, I have ridiculous fishing and uh, Angry Birds and Shovel Night Dig and like Pokemon Go, Vampire Survivors. Like it's that kind of like quick little game, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, I've never it, that that is. I, I think maybe a generational mindset kind of thing, though, too. Like that could quickly get, yep, yeah, you know, kind of. It, it, Cause even the switch, I I think is kind of a learning curve to me, like mobile game or not, not mobile, like portable gaming.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When I used to think about it was like a Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, maybe a DS3DS kind of thing that still was like a downgrade of visual. So you want like a simpler mm-hmm. experience. You you, you expect it to not be up to console level. Ready to go kind of stuff, and like now the Switch kind of feels underpowered. But when Switch first came out, it was like, holy crap, this is the same stuff I'm playing on my TV as I'm playing like mm-hmm. on a rooftop having a party, and I'm you know or whatever <laughs> like the Switch
0: yep, commercial. Steam Deck is a PC uh, with PC level games. You're playing Baldur's Gate yeah. three or or Diablo four yeah. on that thing, and it doesn't lack for power. So um yeah. that's where I think. This is more of an iPad. uh, If you can get the chipset in the next iPad or uh, Apple TV, this plays into the console space far more than on your phone. I think they're just trying to gear people up and show their showcase piece and say what you can do. And then like, yep, we've got a play way to play on TV. And that's going to be the next Apple TV pro or the next uh, iPad air that you can do this and you can have a little dock for your iPad and a controller. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, the, the iPad Pro with an M2 in it is already a beast. It just needs someone to put a game on there. It's the same yeah. thing that's in their laptops right now. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's on par that way. Like, I don't know how the, the GPUs kind of uh, stack up to the, the new phones or whatever. But, like, seems the reason that you should be able to just – it's just – so far, I don't know, Apple or developers or whoever, the disconnect of like, please put your games on our things. They can run them now. It's not like Apple was 15 years ago, 20 years ago where they didn't care about gaming. It's like, I think it's really just going to take money for Apple to just be like, yeah, let's switch a focus instead of like, you know, they're always so focused on like health and this and that, which is great. But like, I think it's really going to take one executive to just be like, nah, screw it. Let's fire off a billion trillion dollars to gaming and like really, I don't know. You guys want to own gaming now? Cool. (laughs) Like it it, they have enough money to just do whatever they want, they just haven't so far. So that's like it. If I'm Xbox, Sony, Nintendo, like anything from this Apple event, that's got to get me like, Oh shoot. They just looked at us. And
2: aren't they making cars too?
1: That's the rumor. Uh-huh. Yeah, they've been trying to build a car yeah. and VR sets and all that kind of stuff. So we'll, we'll see where they go, but uh, okay. I, I did think that was an interesting kind of thing.
0: I want an um, Apple air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me.
1: Just shove a Granny Smith into your air fryer, but that's that's close enough for now. Um okay. Some baked apples in the air fryer. I'm sure that'll work. You can look up the recipe. Uh, until then, Todd Todd's going to share his recipes in. Uh, we do have a food section of the Discord, do we? Right? So some yeah, things
0: there. I like, like that. Let's
1: let's look it up. Yeah. Oh, I want to I want to see that uh, air fryer baked apples. Um, let's let's leave apple behind and move on to the actual gaming planned announcements that happened uh which is the nintendo direct and the playstation state of play we'll start with nintendo let's just pick like one or two games each that really jumped out at us because again we could talk about this list because holy crap what a list what a, a direct and and sony knocked out with with some some stuff as well but not as much as nintendo so cheesy as a fellow kind of Nintendo guy, mm-hmm. can you narrow this down to uh, a couple of games that really jumped out at you?
0: I bet I know what Cheesy's number one's going to be. <laughs> let's, see, let's see. Is it Splatoon? No. Yes, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, I've heard your pains over Splatfest and things like that. Where's my side? Yeah, yeah it's,
2: Splatoon 3 has been a bit rough. With Splatfest, uh, there's been some issues there. But no, with uh, the way they started the direct out the gate was Splatoon 3's Side Order, which is the DLC. Mm -hmm. And, oh my God, one, it was Splatoon, so I was already hooked. But then they show one of the new characters, which is this green Octoling. And uh, if you're familiar with Splatoon lore, that is DJ Deadfish or Ott. Um, is her name, and what's really cool about that is we've only seen DJ Deadfish on like an album cover, just through development or developers uh, Q and A. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about that character is all the music that you heard in Octo Expansion, this Splatoon Two DLC, was made by DJ Deadfish in the world of Splatoon. So it's really cool that we actually get to see this character as a. NPC and uh, get to interact with them and and probably learn some more lore. Um, But then they uh, said that it's like a roguelike, uh, which I guess they didn't really talk about it, but uh, IGN said that it's a roguelike. And so when you're going back and looking through the footage, you are climbing up the spire, which is this tower, and you get an elevator and it only takes you up one floor each time and Nintendo even made a joke about this today. Like who, how did this get approved? How did this elevator get made?
0: Um, mass effect, yeah, did mass downstairs. effect design this elevator? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: but I've always wanted to see a roguelike from Nintendo. I think that it would be so cool and, uh, a genre that they haven't done yet. And the fact that it's going to be in Splatoon fits so perfectly. And, uh, yeah. it's going to be endless hours of, replay value and that's something that they mentioned too is that they wanted it to be a mode that you can play over and over again so i mean if you're tired of uh turf war or ranked or salmon run you now have this brand new mode that maybe you've played a thousand times but you can try different um different abilities and upgrades and uh i'm I'm just so excited to see where that goes and how it's going to play
1: for sure. Yeah. Todd, anything jump out to you for this uh, this direct?
0: Well, I've got one that just made me laugh, and that's uh, the Spy Family anime, if you've ever watched that before, Spy Family X. The name of the game is called Spy Anya, so I'm spying Anya. I like that one. Oh. It's very good, but <laughs> yeah. it's very... Not for me, though. No. But, um, you know, good question. So I would probably say the game that... I liked what they showed. Um, Paper Mario is very cool. I'm glad it's coming. It's a game I never really got into. Very cool. But the game that probably surprised me the most that reminds me of one of my favorite games is the Princess Peach Showtime. Um, yeah. This is very cool because it reminds me of a game called the Puppeteer on PlayStation Three, which was like a show presentation. You had an audience. The audience would relax. They would cheer. There was musical elements of it. It was very cool. Love the aesthetic. Yeah. This 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 game is essentially a it's almost like a, a production so showtime where she's performing different roles different vignettes and you get to be a ninja uh you get to be a swashbuckler you get to be a chef a detective and um the elements the gameplay is a little bit interesting because it also reminded me of klonoa where it was kind of like a uh kind of scrolls around the world and does kind of like that rotational <laughs> piece as well um and something tells me this feels like those specific um power-ups are going to be tied to specific levels not like you can be like Kirby, where you get everything and everything i think it's going to be tied to specific experiences which means it'll probably be integrated very well and knowing nintendo they often just i'll use that idea once and i won't come back to it but you could keep going but no we're gonna so i'm curious how far they're gonna go with this and people have pointed Mm -hmm. out yeah this reminds me of super mario brothers 3 where it was in front of a stage show um uh even super mario uh uh, rp comparison to sheesh yeah super mario pg uh when you have the battles the the audience shows up for those battles too so uh, they've said that their characters are like performers i get it i like this um i do worry it might be a little too easy that's the only thing it didn't look like it looked like a challenging game so i hope Mm -hmm. it is 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 more challenging or it's got levels of like difficulty that it's for all ages. Um, Cause I think that's where Nintendo consult, like the, like the Kirby games can get really hard, uh, but they can be really easy. So I hope it's a good balance, but that game probably was the one that surprised me the most.
1: Nice. Um, I, I do have to give a quick shout out to trombone champ just because it made me laugh <laughs> so much. I've watched videos on that one before. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect it to come to console. So good. I still, still haven't picked it up, but I really need to. Like I, I I'm, I might, I kind of forgot about it until we were talking about it right now. Cause it's the baby shark or whatever, but like that, that needs to happen before the end of this week.
0: The mode with that, the IR mark where, or it, have you see that cheesy where it's oh, like you're doing yes. a trombone slider, yeah. but it's using the IR camera. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, the real one I want to shout out is one that made my wife absolutely freak out, but also get very depressed because they said this was all winter stuff like coming out this fall or this winter and freaking Luigi's Mansion 2 HD is next summer come oh, on for
0: a spooky game
1: why and it's a it's a remake they just did it, the it's a DS greater.
0: game right was it DS uh, 3 3DS three 3DS oh 3DS okay
1: And it was so good. Holy crap, it was good. One of her favorite games, one of my favorites. Like, they just, it is such a good game. And, like, I just, it was one of those I expected the whole time I'm watching. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the spooky game. This is going to be my October game. Let's go. This is coming out just like this year. You thought it was coming this year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, why wouldn't it? Because it's it's just a remake. Know. They could have been working on it in the background for years or whatever or
0: months. You just pay someone Art, to port it. They launched, and then it comes out. They, they launched uh, Luigi Mansion 3 on Halloween. They gave you one day to play it in spooky time. That's that company.
1: That's still acceptable, then
0: <laughs> summer of 2024
1: for a port of a game. That should have just been done.
0: Um, summer anyway, is September, Mark. So you, get, you can that. get into True. late September. It's September 20th, is the end of Don't the tell summer. Me that, so. That's a year away. You're close. <laughs> you're depressing me. I thought I was going to
1: play it in freaking June. In now you're sure saying I got to wait for a year? <laughs> <laughs> just, ah. um, anyway, looks great. Can't wait to play it, but it kind of also depressed me. Um, I want to hear what everyone thought, though. So this is a great time to remind people jump into our Discord, talk about these games. We just don't have time to talk about every single one of these, but if there's one that caught you off guard, um, let's let's talk about it in there. Let's keep this going. Uh, the last one we want to talk about is the PlayStation State of Play. I will tell you up front that I was trying to watch this today. I was at a, a like comic convention, kind of like a local con this weekend. John Mark. So between uh, tanks. It was fun. Uh, I got to interview the two, two voice actors from Sailor Moon uh, or like moderate their panel. So it was sailor moon and sailor Mars. They were very, very nice ladies. Um, it was fun. Um, but I didn't have time to watch this PlayStation state of play. I watched most of it today, got a little past where like Spider-Man and then there was the RPG or whatever they, they did after Spider-Man. I think I saw that and then kind of dipped. So, um, I'm going to start this off by just saying like Spider-Man looks amazing. It makes me want to buy a PlayStation five cheesy, what did you take away from this one?
2: I took away that the Nintendo direct and PlayStation, uh, showcase or whatever it's called. Uh, Stay very contrasting, uh, mm. directs <laughs> and, uh, the way that it opened, it was with baby steps. And if you're familiar with the game, <laughs> then game. right. Whop. Then, then you knew what it was, but like, if you didn't know and you have no context, this game looks broken. It looks terrible. Like that was the game that you opened up with it. I'm sure it's going to be fun. Um, but just a weird placement for it to start off the show. Um, Mm
1: -hmm. it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't show well. And I found that even with, (sighs) It seemed like they were trying to be edgy or something, but it kind mm-hmm. of felt corporate edgy because mm-hmm. they were dropping F-bombs in that trailer. They dropped F-bombs in the oh, Resident Evil right. trailer. And I was like, Resident Evil stands alone. You don't need to start dropping F-bombs to seem edgy or cool. Um, yeah. It's just a weird choice. So it was like, hey, this, you know, like, but it, it felt so corporate edgy, which it, it, again, yeah, it was such a weird choice how to start
0: a had a nice lady developer or lady there. Tell me about the games. It's not edgy. <laughs> She was, Mark, she was wearing a sweater. She wasn't edgy. <laughs> I know, which is why it felt corporate.
1: Why is she there after they're cursing? Uh, there's like this, this sweater lady in between two curses. It was like a cursing sandwich with know, a sweater that lady that in the middle. It was weird. And what then you have Nintendo so that's like, we have a Princess Peach game. Right. Just completely was- different tones. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, sorry, I just get tangent there. No, no,
2: no, it's okay. I just thought it was really confusing and especially having it on the same day as a nintendo direct i don't really think it helped that much and it was all I over the place too because it it was supposed to be indies right like that's all yeah, it they said indies
0: and third party indies and third party <laughs> hmm. huh yeah yeah, well, that's spart- yes. final yeah that's fantasy.
1: third party game isn't it
0: yeah final fantasy yeah it's still indie
1: game
2: tiny little no yeah i agree spider-man looks awesome i wish i had a playstation 4 insomniac games honestly Mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know i was just kind of confused after watching the nintendo direct and foam stars i am very curious about foam stars because that's just so weird
0: people said they've played it they liked it it's so weird it's like uh it's a weird game it's cool
2: yeah it's a splatoon like, clone basically, or that's what it looks like. But I, I'm curious to see how it plays. Square mm-hmm. Enix. You're yeah. going after that yeah.
0: Splatoon money six yeah. years later, or whatever, 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the characters look like they're a, like one of those Honkai Star Rail characters, too. Look, they look very generic, the characters mm-hmm. in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very weird. It's like they said, we're going to take Splatoon characters, but we're going to human them up. And it's like, it's kind of what it <laughs> so seems like. like yeah. It's, yeah. It's a little weird. Weird choice. Yeah. Um Yeah. State of plays uh are never good i will just say that state <laughs> of play is like the the knockoff it's oh, of the nintendo the N- nintendo what is it they do their third party or they do you know they do like the partners the direct movie. which is not it's like movie. it's yeah, not yeah. like eh, it's okay that's like this this is like the obligation we have to our partners that bless our god i was surprised spider-man was there to be honest because they rarely have first party games at these events and they had it there and that was the star of the show. But. um what really surprised me was um, the uh, the fact that we got uh, RE4 DLC. I love that game, and I'm so excited for it. Ava Wong is awesome. I uh, love her to pieces. And uh, you know what? I'll say it. The Final Fantasy VII Rebirth trailer is amazing. I just recommend watching that, Mark. Mm-hmm. It just was like there is so much stuff in this game. It looks awesome. I didn't really love the first game. I played a little bit and I'm like, now I want to play it. And the cool part about these games is there's no save cross save because essentially each one of these games is a standalone. They don't want people to come in OP yeah. to the next game. So they basically are starting you over, which is fine. Um, so I'm like, I potentially could just skip the first game, get the story beats and jump into this one. Cause it looks like it has more stuff to do, like riding chocobos. Come on. Mm-hmm. I'm a chocobro. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I definitely intend to go finish this. So don't think I'm not going to watch that trailer and anything else that, that happened. I just ran out of time before we recorded. So um, I also got to give a shout out to, uh, to the Ghostbusters VR. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I was talking yeah. to my, my, my mother today and she found our old Ghostbuster packs from when I was a, a kid. So like 30 year old Ghostbuster packs uh, in the basement. And I was like, I need I'll that so, like come <laughs> to Oculus? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, good. Very good. Is it cross play or no? Don't know. I Didn't see that okay. in the trailer. So. I really hope. Uh, again, I, it's something I need to do research on, and and just kind of ran out of time. But I'm really, really hoping any kind of VR stuff because um, VR is still so niche that I really think developers, if they really want to make a game have any kind of longevity, they need to do it on any single platform that they can to get the biggest audience. Because if I yes. can play. On my quest with you on your PSVR two, with someone else on their future Apple headset or whatever like comes out, like I just I think they just need to get like, hey, here's the two million people that actively play a VR set, I'll play together, please. Um, I don't, like it just it seems so weird to just segment it. I think that's a setup for failure for every company involved. Yes,
0: yes. you need something to raise all ships with VR right now. Uh, because I think the next announcement we're getting is, uh, Oculus three, which is. Yeah. Real soon. Yeah. 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 And it won't be cheap. So yeah. Getting more people into those, uh, systems would be great. Yeah. Well, folks, sure. TGS is coming out in two days. Uh, by the time you listen, it might be already over. So there'll probably be some Game Pass announcements there. I'm not sure what else will happen there. So that is it for September. And then after that, I think we're getting to the Game Awards as the next big show. So we got a couple months off just to play games and have a good time. So that's what we should do. But before we leave, Cheesy, thank you once again for being on. Thank you for joining us. Tell people where they can find you.
2: Oh, thank you guys. I, I think you guys are great. And I just anytime I get to hang out with you and I, I see you on Twitter every once in a while um, and we interact, but it's nice to come on the show. Um, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, pretty much everywhere. Cheesy 64 C-H-E-E-Z-Y-C-64. I also co-host uh, a podcast called Communication Error. It's a gaming debate podcast and also co-host of Nintendo PowerCast, which is just like talking about weekly Nintendo news. So you can also find me there as well.
0: I love what you're doing with uh, sewing snippets of your show. It's always fun. I love how you and your co-host often disagree, which is great (laughs) because it's all about.
2: Thank you. Yeah, the whole point of the show is just to have a discussion. You know, like if we were able Mm -hmm. to sit down and actually just talk to one another. Maybe we would realize we don't have very like different thoughts. And like, we are kind of seen on the same page, but you know, everybody Mm. just wants to argue and that's, we're just trying to, and then we bring on guests to, to hear their thoughts and see maybe even if Johnny and I have different opinions, maybe our, our guests will shed light on a topic. And so it's been really fun that way.
1: Nice. Your TikTok game also is just, on point, man. You just, awesome, every man. time I, I see your videos all the time and I'm just like, man, he's doing it right. Like, just <laughs> thank you. instantly captivating, instantly uh, entertaining and amusing. And I, I, I watch every single one that I scroll scroll to that comes up and it's, uh and you come up a lot because I keep watching you. So um, you're doing <laughs> something right for sure.
2: I appreciate that. Thank you. Sometimes when you're recording, you're like, oh my God, I don't think this video is going to be good. I can't even get through it. And now I still have like a, probably a half hour to edit and yeah so that means a lot
0: awesome
1: mark yeah you can find me everywhere uh not so much twitter anymore because i just uh, i stuff yeah so anyway but (laughs) everywhere Uh, i'll still if i i still see the notification so if you want to get me there you can Uh, but everywhere as the underscore canardian
0: very, very good. Uh, I'll just say the elephant in the room, they're going to start charging, so I will no longer yeah. be an X once they start charging. That's so um, threads and Instagram will, will probably be where I live. Um, for the most part, I have Hive as well, but really... Thri- uh, threads and Instagram seems to be the place to go. So I just need to get better about that, um, which is myself and also secret friends unite are both on those platforms. So uh, trying to get better at those as they introduce new features. So I'm there talking about all the fun stuff in the world. Check out SecretFriendsUnite.com for all our content and also our Patreon, get a free trial and just check out our stuff. We'd love to hear what you think about it. Yeah. Right. Well, gentlemen, it's time for Soka. So I'm going to say, <laughs> Thank you for joining us. It's been a ride. Yeah. Really appreciate it. It's, it's, you know, cheesy. It's why we do this. We like to have people on and talk about things we love. So, um, yeah. You know, talk about baby shark. Why not? Yeah. Um, (laughs) so with that, I say thank you all. And remember, it's always better to game together.
1: This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world.